News Talk On Demand. Interruption-free audio where you want it, when you want it. You know what that song is, John Garbley? Oh. That is Ted Nugent, oh, Queen, yes. Queen of the Forest. And oh. you may say, well, why in the world would you play Ted Nugent, Queen of the Forest? Yeah. Because that was the very first song that Johnny Fever played when WKRP changed format. <laughs> well, it's goodbye to the elevator music. All right, Cincinnati, it is time for this town to get down. Oh, man, some good memories there. Howard Hessman uh, passed away on the weekend at the age of uh, 81. Dr. Johnny Fever. Oh, he was something else. You know, and of course, uh, the 70s, and uh, you and I were just reminiscing on, you know, those legendary super rock stations. Boy, there was a Johnny Fever in every single urban market in North America (laughs) in the 70s. Oh, yeah. It's uh, coming up on six minutes away from eight o'clock. The situation in Ottawa. This thing isn't going to be, you know, it's interesting following people that I know in Ottawa, people that live there, people that work there. And I think a lot of them went into the weekend thinking, okay, okay, let these people do their protests and we'll get back to going to school, going to work on Monday morning. They're, nope. not, they're not going anywhere, are they? No, they're not. And it would be understandable to hang around a bit, but of course there will, re- there will reach a point. There will be few, some of the drivers who are just going to say, we're going to stay, you know, much like other protests. And then at that time, uh, the city's got to run, people have to function, and then they will be strongly urged to leave, and then there'll be some choices to make. Yeah, crazy times. And it, then similar situation now at the Coots border crossing in southern Alberta, where you've got a blockade of trucks uh, in the southbound lanes, so no traffic from Canada has been able to cross into uh, Montana since Saturday. And then you got Jason Kenney, and probably he's thinking a lot of these people involved in that blockade would be supporters of his, but now they've got this legislation in Alberta, which I think was primarily put together to uh, deal with pipeline uh, protests. Now people are saying, well, use your new legislation. Clear these guys out of there. About blocking important infrastructure. Well, you know, interesting, this morning, uh, Angus Reid has a survey out. It's time to end restrictions and let people self-isolate if they're at risk. So it's up to individuals. 54% 54% of Canadians say yes, mm-hmm. uh, 62% in Saskatchewan, and Saskatchewan is by far the highest province that says uh, it is time just to let us make our own decisions. So uh, again, whether the timing is early, whether you know it is uh, not something you should do, uh, many, many Canadians are seeing it that way. But even if that was to happen today, uh, if all governments across the country said, okay, we're lifting that, that's not going to stop this protest because there's a whole lot more going on here yes. than just vaccines and mask mandates. Well, what this is, is for a lot of really upset and disaffected people who feel, you know, from oil to uh, Western Canadian uh, autonomy to a lot of other issues, they're not you know, even being heard. You know, it's one thing, you know, is government going to do what you want them to do? Of course not all the time. But is there the sense at least people are engaging you, listening to you and saying, you know, I agree, I disagree with what you're doing. A lot of people out here feel the door has been completely closed. Mm-hmm. So I, I get the frustration some of these truckers are feeling. I've got uh, Laura Osman from uh, Parliament Hill, the Canadian press reporter. She's on Parliament Hill again this morning. She's going to give us an update as to what the scene looks like here coming up after 8 o'clock. Wow, what a time to be watching the NFL, huh? <sighs> 
I, I can't remember Mm-mm. a more exciting year. Oh. And and I've only been a hardcore NFL watcher probably the last 15, 16 years. You know, we've always been aware of it. But, you know, even going back to some of those great runs in the 80s, yep. I cannot remember uh, three more exciting weekends than we've had. Well, and how many uh, Super Bowls over the years have been just UG games, yep. you know, blowouts one-sided. I don't think that's going to happen here as you've got uh, the Rams up against the Chiefs. Uh, and the Chiefs, how can you not love these? Or pardon me, the Bengals. I'm sorry, yeah. what am I saying? Yeah. Uh, how again, can you not love the Bengals? can't support the Bengals I know. in this? I mean, I again, talk about an unlikely team. Most of us, other one too, and I love the way the sports community work. Well, they've appeared in two Super Bowls. No, no, how many have they won? None. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, um, imagine a team uh, and the pressure on that team and all of us who love an underdog story. Wouldn't it be something if the Bengals could win Super Bowl for the <laughs> hey, very first time? Anything's possible. The way yeah. they looked yesterday, wow, or on the weekend here. Well, And it does show. You know, we talk about the, the quarterback-driven nature of football. You know, there's a reason that whether it's New England or Tampa, Tom, where Tom Brady is, the team does well. You know, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Um, all of these young quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, only a second-year player in the NFL, and he has taken those Cincinnati Bengals now to the Super Bowl. It's going to be a good one. Okay, we got to get moving. I'm running late here. Gormley Show coming up after the 8.30 News.